Okay, all right, can we first just talk about the feeling after you do your skincare routine? Whether it's a three-step routine or 13 steps, it feels so good. It's such a reset button. Like, I am ready. Whether you're ready for bed or ready to start your day, just stay with me. This is not what the episode is about, but there is few things that compares to (laughs) cleansing your face, spraying on some toner, adding a serum and moisturizer. Oh, I don't know how I lived so long before establishing a routine. I I will be honest, it was in my mid to later 20s. I was literally washing my face with, you don't even want to know, like I was using hand soap for a long time. (laughs) I'm embarrassed to admit this. I was using like literally whatever hand soap was on the bathroom counter. How cringy. I did use like, you know, the Noxzema and like St. Ives. Remember that? Like there was a scrub, St. Ives scrub. Oh, the stuff I used to use. And once I started using or like sticking with a routine, now I, I could never go back. I could never not do my skincare routine. All right. I just want to talk about that for a second because I just finished applying my moisturizer and I wish this like crisp but also clean and dewy feeling lasted all day long how are you today happy monday this is a big week it's a big week over here because blake turns three years old which just feels like such a big age like one is a big one because they're going from you know oh she's 10 months to now we're talking years and it's their first birthday obviously it's a big one Two is like, oh yeah, she's two. It's like a toddler. Three is this weird age because they're they're like a big toddler, but not quite a little kid yet. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, there's still toddler tendencies and developmentally they're like toddler, but they're starting to learn new things and they have control over what they say and what they do and how they respond to you and they're aware of how others respond to them. So it's just, they're getting some new responsibilities and I'm scared. <laughs> but also, how is my baby three? Not till Friday, but I just, I'm trying to enjoy the fact that she's two. And I've been saying that all spring instead of like, oh, she'll be three in June. I learned this. Don't rush the ages. If you're like that and you're like, oh, well, yeah, okay, Ayla will be seven in August. Rosie will be five. I stopped doing that because it just really rushes away the age that they currently are. So now I'm like, Ayla is six right now, Rosie is four, and Blake is two, which for some reason is very satisfying being able to say they're two, four, and six. Not for long, but I'm going to enjoy it while I have it. All right, let's talk about what we're watching this week. Not a lot, but I did watch the entire season of... (laughs) Anytime I say I watched an entire season, I am a little not embarrassed. I'm going to own it, but I feel like it sounds like I'm just sitting binge watching TV. I watch Kendra Sells Sunset. Kendra Selling Sunset? No. Oh my gosh. Kendra Sells Hollywood. (laughs) She is not on Selling Sunset. Kendra Wilkins from Girls Next Door. So I watched season two. I had already seen season one. It's on Amazon Prime. I 
definitely signed up for like a free trial and totally forgot to cancel it. So <laughs> it's something you can have on mindlessly in the background. It was okay. And the episodes are only 24 minutes long and I think there was six of them. So I really wasn't binge watching for a very long time. Um, but I watched that and then, you know what I started watching on Netflix, which hold on Netflix, we got beef now because I cannot watch Netflix for my sister's account anymore. Starting a couple weeks ago, they shut off the account. So now they want each person paying individually, like each person who's logged into the account. I am frustrated with this, but you're probably like, Kim, just pay the $7 a month or whatever it is. It's just frustrating, but I was on someone else's account, at someone else's house, and I watched Arnold, which is a docu series of Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's three episodes. Highly recommend. Highly recommend the show. It was so good. He, I, I knew Arnold. Like this is what I love about documentaries. Like you think you know the person and their story, but when you watch them tell the story of their lives and like all these details you had no idea like I had no idea how inspirational how positive he was how much mindset work he did and just uh, manifesting everything that he had so each episode focuses on a different like chapter I guess you could say of his life so the first one is about his bodybuilding career how he got started second one is about his movie career which I learned he was in so many movies and he, they all flopped, like so many failed attempt at acting. And then he also was told by directors, you're too big, your accent's too thick, like all these things that he easily could have given up. Like how many times were we told something like, oh, this isn't going to work because X, Y, Z, right? And he just kept going with it. He's like, no, this is for me. I, I see it. I want to be the action hero. And oh my gosh, he's just so inspirational. And then the third episode, which I haven't finished yet, is about his political career. Like he's lived so many lives. Crazy. And it was very, like there was like a lot of pop culture things that I, I was having, you know, flashbacks of because we all remember like bodybuilding type stuff. And then we all remember, <laughs> I've never even seen Terminator, but the quotes from the movie. And even when he ran for governor, I remember thinking like, it was so silly because he's this Terminator movie star running for governor. So anyways, must watch. Like there were so many golden nuggets in there. Okay. I'll give you one right now. It was I'm going to paraphrase. I don't remember word for word what he said, but it was along the lines of, he's talking about having goals. And when you have goals, you have to be optimistic. Like you don't have time. If you are hungry and you're chasing your goals, you do not have time to be sad or depressed or think, how am I feeling today? I, you know, I'm really, you know, I think I'm kind of, down he's like you don't have time for that because you have a goal and you're chasing it and that just really reminds me of back in you know 2018 2019 when I was first creating my programs and I woke up with so much motivation and like a fire in my belly to (laughs) Rosie was in my belly but I was just so motivated and I didn't think like, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm tired. I don't really feel that great today. Like I just got up and did the dang thing. And I, I love being reminded of that. And like, you still have that 
we just have to set some goals for ourselves. Maybe we'll do a goal setting episode. Would you, we should do that together. I would really actually enjoy that. So stay tuned for some goal setting. Nothing really has changed for skincare, but I do want to share one of Dime's perfumes. It is like a newer scent. It's called Core Memory. It smells amazing. I, I think it smells like a Versace scent that one of my college roommates used to use. It is, it's just beautiful. And I get compliments on it when I was in Massachusetts. All of my friends are like, what is that smell? Like, what are you wearing? It smells so good. And what I like about their perfumes is they don't give you a headache. They, I don't know what they're using over there, but it is not, it's, it's just so much less toxic than the perfumes that you see in Ulta or in Macy's or wherever you're buying perfume. I had to stop wearing it because it was, a lot of perfumes are filled with crazy toxic ingredients that can be endocrine disruptors and just are going to totally mess with your hormones. Some people get headaches from them. It's just, yeah, I had to let go of that of perfumes a long time ago. Um, and it's been nice having Dime because I know this brand. I trust this brand. They smell amazing and you don't get a headache after wearing it. And also one of the things when I used to wear perfume, I had stopped like right around when I started having the girls when I was having babies because I realized they put their mouths on everything and it just freaked me out if I had this like perfume chemical sprayed all over my skin and you know their little newborn mouths <laughs> bobbing right on my chest like no I, I couldn't do it I couldn't do that oh it just freaked me out so if you've been looking for a sign to ditch the toxic perfume this is it try dime I really love that core memory scent a lot of people love um, seven summers Malibu nights they all have like different notes and different like like some smell more floral and some smell more clean. I like the clean ones. I like the clean and like fresh perfumes. I don't like the, I don't want to say heavy, but that's the only word I can think of. I like the light and clean, clean and light, light and airy. That is my go-to. All right, let's get into this episode about Blake, my baby. And I did share her birth story in episode 16. So if you want to hear this miracle of a story, like this epic birth, I also shared Ayla's and Rosie's, but Blake's was by far the best, the most magical, the most, I wouldn't say memorable. I remember them all very clearly, but Blake's was just so incredible that um, I think you should go listen to it. So that's episode 16. Now I want you to take a second and think about your baby or babies, or maybe it's like a niece or nephew that you have right now that isn't it so crazy that we can see all of these amazing characteristics that are so different from one child to the next, right? Like the things I love about Ayla are so different than the things I love about Rosie and the things I love about Blake. So it's so special that we get to have these different relationships with each child. But I want you to just picture your little one right now and what makes them so special. And this has been a question I've had to answer at um, preschool interviews, <laughs> which I wasn't expecting. But apparently it's it seems pretty normal now that I've done a couple. But the first question they would ask me is, 
what makes Ayla special or what makes Rosie special? So now I think about that. What makes Blake special? And I just like light up thinking about that and being able to answer that for my kids. And I want that to light you up. Like think about what makes your little one special because they are, they are so special. They're so unique. They, there's nobody else like them. Even their siblings, like, yeah, they have a lot in common. They might have similar characteristics, but each child is just so incredibly different and incredibly special. Maybe they're kind of young right now. And I do remember this and I still feel like, you know, Blake's going to be three, but she still feels really young. Like we're learning her character and we're learning her traits and she's kind of turning into a person. (laughs) She's turning into more and more her own individual person. It's kind of hard though with a third. I feel like she's very heavily influenced by her sisters. So I can't, I can, it's pretty evident most of the time. I'm like, oh, that's not Blake. That's her doing something that Ayla did or that's her copying Rosie. Like I can, (laughs) I can see it. But I do remember kind of figuring out like, well, what, what kind of person are, you know, is this child going to be? What type of girl is Ayla going to be? What kind of girl is Rosie going to be? And even now with Blake, I'm still learning about her, which is honestly, it's really fun. I think Blake, I say this about each of my girls probably, but she is so, she is so special. She is so funny. Like, I think she's going to be our silly, funny one. But then I say, I'm like, well, Rosie's funny too. But I don't, I don't know what it is. Blake definitely has a spark to her a little, like she has good comedic timing almost. Is it comedic timing? Like she knows how to break a, a serious silence with a, she just has to make like a little face, a little like smirk with a squint of her eye or something that will just make us all crack up. She was my only child to potty train herself and she did it at the youngest age. Like I have not potty trained a child fully before the age of three until Blake and I can't even take credit for it because yes I did have to do a lot of cleanup and assistance but she really was the initiator of it which I cannot tell you how amazing that is and I've heard now from so many other moms like when I was a first time mom it was like oh they're two (laughs) they gotta be potty trained (laughs) and as a first time mom I was like oh shoot my kid's over two and they're not potty trained and it was so stressful but now that I'm like a seasoned mom or I've been through it three is definitely the target okay like we're we're aiming for three we can we can start at three you know I was willing to do that just to avoid all of the stress. And I've heard now from other moms that are like, oh yeah, three is like more, it depends on the kid, first of all, but three is just as acceptable. So no rush. Like, don't let your pediatrician shame you for not having them potty trained. Like you just, your child is going to, is going to lead you to that. But yeah, Blake has been, oh, just a blessing in that department. And a question I get about her a ton is the binky. When are you going to stop? When are you going to take the binky away? When are you going to have her stop using it? Well, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. Um, For Rosie and Blake, it was after the age of three. It was like shortly after, only like a, I think Ayla was, it was three months 
after her third birthday and Rosie was more like four-ish months after her third birthday. And with Blake, I am in not rushing this because she is my baby and (laughs) it's like the last thing. Isn't that crazy? It's like the last little bit of her babiness is her pacifier. And, like, yeah, she still has a binky, but I remember that switch with Rosie. Like, she turned from, like, a toddler to a girl overnight because the binky went away, which we did the binky fairy. I do not have a podcast episode about it, but I do have an Instagram reel pretty far back. But we did it last uh, February. It was, like, February, March 2022, so... um. It, it worked great, and I think it worked great because we waited for the right time. So I think we're just going to have to wait for the right time with Blake. I'm going to feel her out, see if she's ready, how she's kind of res- responding to the idea of it. But I am not rushing it. However, I was worried that her teeth are kind of shaped around the vanky, which kind of... Like, I'm a little bothered by it. Not bothered by it, but I'm like, oh, should we be worried about this? Her dentist said no. So we're good. <laughs> if the dentist said her teeth are fine, then they must be fine, right? I don't know. Well, I mean, there's nothing I could do now. I don't think. Maybe there is. Someone's going to reach out to me and be like, Kim, you need to get rid of the pinky. <laughs> Ah, she's still growing. She's got a lot of growing to do. Something else I wanted to share is that each year for her birthday, we've had a fun rhyming theme that I plan to stick with. And every year I'm like, wait, what is the theme going to be? So for her first birthday, the theme was sun, fun, and one. (laughs) So cheesy. But it was cute because we did all like sunshines and like it was summer and we did summer theme, basically sun, fun, and one. Second birthday, red, white, and two, which I thought was adorable. Her birthday is usually right around the 4th of July weekend, which is kind of fun. Um, So we used, you know, a bunch of like American flag type of decorations. It was cute. And now this year for her third birthday, we're doing... Young, wild, and three. Ah, how cute is that? <laughs> Don't ask me about next year because I have no idea. We'll figure it out in 2024. And why, how am I just realizing this? Like with each year, that's her age because she was born in 2020. So in 21, she was one. In 22, she was two. In 2023, she's three. Wait, how did I not connect that? It's only going to work until 2030 and then it's, you shall have to do a little bit of math, but that's pretty cool. If being born, like anyone who's born in 1990 or, or the year 2000, like you can probably relate to this, <laughs> but if you have any toddler birthdays coming up, you are more than welcome to steal these themes that I have used for Blake's. They're so fun. Now, if you are struggling <laughs> with your child aging. I don't even want to use that word aging. If you're struggling with your baby growing into a toddler and then growing into a kid and it freaks you out and it makes you sad and you start thinking about all the memories and their little newborn scrunchy wrinkly faces, please know that there is so much to look forward to. There's so much to look forward to, you know, when your newborn turns into an infant and 
can start interacting with you. And then when they start moving and rolling over and the, all of those milestones are just so much fun to celebrate. And then they turn into a toddler and they're developing these personalities. And even now I look at Ayla, who is turning into, just and I joke that she's turning into a young woman, which she's still six years old. So definitely not, but she's a, she's a big girl. She like, she's a grown girl. And it's just actually, it's so special. It's so special watching her grow and see what her talents are and what her interests are. Because for the longest time, and still like totally being honest here, like I just feel like, I'm like, my girls aren't really like me that much. Like they don't look like me. They have different eye hair, eye color, hair color. You know, they're just like, they don't like sports. Or they like I just compare my childhood and what I liked as a kid to what their interests are, which we should not I should not be doing that because it's I think it is really interesting to see what what they like and what piques their interest. And I don't it's it's really not normal for kids to do exactly what their parents did, right? Like my parents I don't I don't know what they were really like as kids, but I know that I was different than them and that's that's fine. They let me explore that. So I will I will say though, Ayla has been really into art and drawing and crafts. Like she loves that. And that was me as a kid. And it's really cool to to see these bits of them that just feels like, oh my gosh, she is my daughter. Like these are my kids. (laughs) So this age is really fun. I mean, every age is fun. There are, yeah, downsides. Don't get me wrong. There are pits, (laughs) but there are also peaks to every age. Like there are really, really fun things about every age. So don't let people scare you about your kids getting older. Don't let people... (sighs) Because they will be like, just wait, just you wait, wait till they're teenagers, wait till this, wait till they're that. Oh my gosh, like, please, please stop. I'm gonna be the one that's telling you, just wait, just wait till she can write your name on a piece of paper, just wait till she can make you a card, or just wait till he, like, I love when babies start to hug you back. Like, that was a huge thing for me. Like, I don't care if they're crying, if they're up in the middle of the night. When they hug you, it just takes all of that away. And you're like, oh, I have the sweetest angel baby ever. (laughs) So, yes, Blake is turning three. She's turning into a little girl, but I'm so excited to learn more about her and to have a new special bond with her that I don't have with her sisters and to just really be entering this next chapter together. Like, I feel like we, like, I'm right there with her. I'm like, Blake, you're turning three. I'm going to be right here with you. We're going to do this together, girl. Because as she is learning and growing, I am learning her and I'm growing with her. Like, each kid brings us new challenges and we have to learn and adapt and grow with them. It's just all part of parenting, right? Now, let's talk presents. Are we buying our kids presents? Probably. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I w- I've always been the mom that's like, well, they always get so many gifts from other people. Like, 
we Jess and I like to limit the toys in our house. <laughs> and for the longest time, like when Ayla was little, we didn't buy her anything. Like she just got so many hand-me-downs and gifts and hand-me-downs from her cousins, I should say, that she really, like we literally didn't need anything. And even like on holidays, like she didn't, she was too young to know she was supposed to get gifts, but now all of them are old enough to know they're supposed to be a present. So what do you get a three-year-old who has two older sisters and I feel like she literally has everything she could need, but what's something fun? Honestly, you know what she asked for, which is so cute. I, I have to get it for her. She asked for a JJ doll, like a, like a Coco Melon JJ doll, which I don't know how she knows those exist. Did she see one somewhere? It, it, like at the store like she doesn't really go to the store that often so like how does she know that these exist but she must have seen one once and it stuck with her which to me is like the cutest thing ever and for her to ask for something so specific you better believe I'm gonna be looking for a JJ doll because when she smiles and when she's happy it just makes everything better like oh my gosh I just here I am talking about, I don't get my kids gifts, but when they, when I do, and I know they're going to love it, like it is just, (laughs) it makes me want to buy them stuff. And actually I do get them stuff a lot, but it's never like, not that it's not significant, but I will get them like, oh, I'm I'm right by the dollar store. I'll just get the girls like a couple like fun things. They're going to love this. Please tell me I'm not alone in that. Buying them gifts is, is really fun. Does it clutter my house? Yes. Am I always overstimulated with all the clutter? Yes. But it's not going to stop me from buying them a little trinket or a little special treat. I just, I can't help myself. But when it comes to holidays and birthdays, we do try to limit the amount of gifts because (laughs) I feel like as they get older, they're going to want bigger things like I mean, Ayla and Rosie are already asking for iPads and cell phones, which or an iPhone. I'm like, eh, not happening. But those are big gifts that, like, I didn't get a like a big gift like that until I was like middle school. And I'm talking like a video camera, like a handheld. You put the little tape inside and you record on a video camera. Like that was like a big gift for me. I got when I was twelve or thirteen. And I have my four-year-old asking for that. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. But anyways, I don't want to shower them with all of these gifts. And then years to come, they're like, wait, why do I only have one present? And they don't understand that the value of that one present was equal to like 10 of their tiny presents. Does that make sense? So, so I might just be getting her the JJ doll. We'll see. We'll see if there's anything else that I think she needs because honestly right now I'm just, I I really got to get going on this gift buying. But in the moment, this girl does not need anything. Like my kids are good. They are good. They could probably use like each a new pack of underwear. But other than that, and sneakers, like they go through shoes so fast. I totally forgot. I could, there's one thing. There is one thing that this girl needs. And I meant to mention this when I was talking about the pacifier and the potty training. Can you guess what it is? We're talking two-year-old turning three. Potty training, check. Binky, you know, 
not a check, but it's coming. What is that third thing? What is the other milestone that I am leaving out? Because it's another thing that I'm like, no, 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 it's not happening. It's the crib. It's the crib to the toddler bed. Now, Blake has not slept in her crib since I can't even remember. Probably like Christmas time. (laughs) It's June. And if you're wondering where she's been sleeping, on the floor. (laughs) She sleeps not like on the floor floor. We have a pottery barn kids futon. It's like a couch that folds out into a futon bed. That is what she sleeps on. And it started because she was refusing naps. And I gave her the option. I was like, hey, do you want to sleep in Rosie's bed? And she was like, yeah. And she would take her nap there. That's how it started. And then like bedtimes gradually, she was like, well, I don't want to go in my crib now. I had a taste of freedom and I want to sleep on the ground or in Rosie's bed every night, which obviously she couldn't do because Rosie needed to sleep there. So she ended up on the floor. And uh, yeah, I'm not ready to break down that crib because I don't know what's going to happen to it. Well, number one, (laughs) we had the movers when we moved, which Justin was very hesitant to do. They disassembled the crib. And then when we moved to Florida, they reassembled it, which is part of like what we paid for. And I convinced Justin, I was like, listen, we paid for this. Let them do it. And we get to just be with our girls and be present and, you know, organ do like more useful tasks. Like if someone else can be assembling the crib, like we'll let them do it. However, they did it wrong. Not wrong, but they um, like stripped the screws, I guess. <laughs> Dang it. Like now I don't even know how to get a screw out. Justin will have to figure it out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't ruin the crib. But also, are we, are we going to need that again? Like. <laughs> Are we going to hang on to this? Or are we going to keep it somewhere just in case? Because it's so sad. That is like the one baby thing that we still have. Total, like, like, we don't have... Do we have a car seat? I don't think we have a car seat anymore. We do have a high chair, but it's like in the attic. For in case my niece comes over. Or someone else with a baby. And then the crib is the really only other thing. It's very sad to think about letting that go. But Blake needs a toddler bed. So that is one thing that I could get her. And I've also been thinking, well, if she's going to get a toddler bed, we're going to have two beds in here. Somehow get the crib out of there. Where is going TBD? But what if we like redid the girls' room and I could get like cute wallpaper? Maybe we could do bunk beds. I'm really hesitant to do that because... I've heard some people tell me, don't do it. Don't do it. Changing the sheets on it and like the toys that get stuffed in there. And like if your child falls asleep, having to transfer them into the top bunk, like it's just like, yikes. I don't know if that's what I want, but I have thought about if Blake's in a bed, what would their room look like? Should we just go straight to a twin size bed? Does she need to be low to the floor? How could we set up the room differently? Like there's so many opportunities. So Maybe we could redo their entire room. It probably wouldn't happen, you know, by Friday. <laughs> but the thought is there. I am thinking about it. I'm considering it. Maybe it would be like a 
she's with kids you can't really do that you can't tell them for your birthday i'm gonna redo your room and then like you know a month later it's done yeah it's not gonna fly but uh i can still do that stay tuned stay tuned check in on the instagram to see if we are painting or wallpapering buying new furniture it could happen we'll see I, I I actually been wanting to do this for a long time and I think this might be a great opportunity to do it. I just have to make the decision and please convince me to not get the bunk bed. Like tell me it's a bad idea so that I don't do it. DM me on your glowing. Um, and, and yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned for the new bedroom because we got two big girls now. It's a, it's a pretty big deal. We got three. Oh my God. We have three girl, three big girls. No more babies. It's so sad. Okay. Thank you so much for chatting with me today and just taking a little reflecting time to think about our babies, remember why they're special, and just, you know, I feel like we've been saying this so much since the year 2020, but these last few years have gone by way faster than <laughs> like when Ayla turned three like that that was different times were different back then nowadays it's like wow like where did the time go we are doing so much um and it's just it's it's crazy and I know a lot of my friends online like we all had babies around the same time so I know you can relate to this of like this wait it's been three years it's really are you sure because it's more like two. It's definitely like barely two years. Wow. Thank you for being here for all of it and for listening in today. It is always a pleasure. I love showing up here. I love recording. I love posting these and then hearing your feedback. And if you would be so kind to rate and review the podcast, it would mean the world to me. I recently was going through some of the reviews and I love reading your feedback. It just helps me know that that you like it that you're really enjoying it and it it does it does good things i think <laughs> for my <laughs> podcast to reach other people so if you would rate and review i would love that so much it would bring a huge smile to my face it really just means a lot that you would take the time it's only like a 30 second thing but it just it really makes a difference and it means a lot to me so thank you thank you thank you for listening in and happy birthday to my sweet little Blakey Bunkaboo. I love you, honey. Wait, I cannot end it like that because we did not explain her nickname, which I think is really a talking point right here. We call her Bunka, which can also be used with bunk or bunky variations, a couple of different variations. Bunka, bunk, bunky, bunkaboo, bunky, just all the all of it and I get that a lot of people are like where wait you know where does her name come where is that nickname like what is that bunk bunky bunka what is that <laughs> and I feel like with all my kids the nicknames have just been they they just I don't know where they come from that's just their name it just like came out of me because it was their name um but bunka comes from chunka <laughs> Which, like, listen, she was my chunkiest baby with all of the rolls and just the pudgiest face. And it was so cute. And it still is. And I didn't get that with Rosie and 
Ayla, they were like little twiggy babies. They were like thin little twiggy chicken-legged babies, (laughs) which I loved so much. But it was a whole new world when I had Blake and she was just a chunk of bunk of boo and like all of those roles. But um, we had some family member tell us that the name was offensive and we should not call her that. (laughs) And like, I get it. Like I can't pick, I can picture her being like, you know, seven or eight and being like, Chanka, come here. Like, yeah, I get it. Like that's not really a term of endearment anymore. But when she was so little, it totally was. So Chanka transformed into Bunka because Blake, Chunk, Bunk. You know, it just, oh, it just was the best nickname. And it just is, it's just all of her in one. Just like a beauty, little cutie. I love her so much. Oh my gosh. I don't want to kiss her right now. She's sleeping. But I want to wake her up. <laughs> no, I don't want to wake her up. I just want to get up, go, cuddle up to her and just... Oh my gosh, I love her so much. And the last thing I'll say about her name, we also call her Blakey. Blake E. Blakey. And whenever I do that, people think her name is Blake Lee. Like B L A K L E Y. Blake Lee. Not sure how you would even spell that, but that is a name that is not her name. Her name is Blake. And I call her Blakey Boo because that is just, oh, she's so cute. Okay, enough about nicknames. I know you have nicknames for your little one. I'm sure you can relate to those. I couldn't end the episode by just throwing out Bunk, Bunka, and not addressing her nickname because it is really special and I love it so much. And she's just the cutest thing in my life. I love her. And she's going to have a great birthday. Happy birthday, Blake. I love you.